Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You guys, Jimmy and Angela... The office ladies are here. You Hello. Guys. Hi. Howdy, howdy. What fun this is. Oh, my mouth hurts from smiling. Everybody knows y'all from The Office and from listening to Office Ladies. I would love to have an Office Hours episode with The Office Ladies. We do an Office uh, an office Hours episode once a quarter where I just take questions from people like, what do you, what problems do you need to solve? Like, let's solve it. And then I will answer them on the episode. But really what's hard about that is that um, I don't get to ask follow-up questions and kind of help the person kind of find a really great way to where they want to go because I don't know all the details. I only know what's in one comment. So we can actually do that now because I can ask you questions back and we can solve some of your problems. So we will, uh, we're going to do that. We're going to do that now. And I'm so excited. Office hours with the office ladies. Okay, Jenna, what do you need to lazy genius? School emails. School emails. Okay, tell me more. Okay, there are so many. And (laughs) they often contain links to other documents within themselves. And each teacher does it different. So mm. some have a link to a Google Doc and some have an attachment. Some require action, some don't. They are addressed to both me and my husband. And it's, you know, who's going to take action on it? Um, how do we division of labor, the school emails and all the things that they require So much of it is like, do I have to add these things to the calendar? You know, the coach sends you a thing. Who's doing that? I I get easily, and it's so funny because I'm so great with work emails and I'm so good at other things, but for some reason, maybe because they are like addressed to me and my husband, Mm -hmm. you know, they're addressed to two people. I get easily very defeated and don't know how to take action on them or when to take action on them. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let's back up. We'll start from where we always want to start, which is what, what matters, trying to name what matters about something. If you were to imagine having a positive relationship with school emails, what do you think matters the most about getting you there? Oh boy. Um, 
some of the things and the process that we go through to do that too is like, well, sometimes you have to name some of the things that could matter, right? Because you're like mm-hmm. not sure yet because there are a few options. Okay. So like I would think one of the things for if I, if, if I was in that situation, one of the things would just be like the constant uh, need for decision-making because it's mm-hmm. not just the thing that's coming from the school. It's am I doing this or is Lee doing this? Yes. Or is this like, what is the thing that's being done? And sometimes you don't know how long something's going to take. You know, like you click on the link and you're like, well, this is 20, a 20 question survey thing. Yes. I didn't know I was supposed to answer. Like you yeah. don't, it's, it's like blind, like every bit of it feels blind. So maybe it's trying to eliminate that. Maybe there, there are lots of things that could matter, but what do you think might the most? I think one of the things is, um, the division of labor. If that could be clearer, if like there was an agreement where like, we know that one of my strengths is calendar. And so if I know that my only job with this email that I'm going to get and when I open it is that I know that I'm calendar. So if there's a date, if the school's going to tell me this is parent teacher day, this is we don't have school for whatever reason, this is, you know, this thing, then I know I'm calendar lady. But if there's an email, like let's say from the coach and there's a calendar, but then there's also in there a link where you have to sign up for and pay for the uniform. Is there a decision ahead of time that Lee is, is uniforms, sports, you know, stuff? Like if you have to bring your own soccer ball, he's going to do that. Mm-hmm. But I'll take care of putting all the games on the calendar. I think that's some of it is just uh mm-hmm. because Knowing every who's, email who's feels like who's. it's now a now it's a conversation like Lee did you Venmo for the teacher gifts or should I or mm-hmm. should we mm-hmm. it yep. like makes me so tired <laughs> we should can we feel mad? that energy should we yeah. <laughs> so I think that's part of it but you know what another part of it is which I'm realizing which I'm very shy to say is that a good portion of these emails are weekly downloads of everything your child is studying and like this is what we learned in math this week yeah this is our social studies thing and I don't care I trust that the school is on it I don't Mm -hmm. need to know those specifics I appreciate Mm -hmm. that they're sending them because Perhaps I might want to know. I might want to be like, oh, you're having trouble with your homework. And what is it? And I can go refer to it and say, oh, we're in fractions or decimals or whatever it is. But I don't think I need that weekly download. And can I can I skip it? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. Or am I a bad parent no, if I... I feel like a bad parent because my mom was a teacher. My sister is a teacher. I know the free time that it took these people to write their paragraph about what they taught my kid that week. And I feel such immense guilt if I don't read every word of the math lesson summary. But the truth is, I also just trust the teachers. And I believe my kids are learning and it's all okay can I skip the paragraph? I haven't been able to skip it. And I, I want to. So here, 
we're going to talk real quick about the there's so much to unpack. No, there's really it's it's actually incredibly normal and makes all the sense to me. So the lazy genius method, the five step lazy genius method, you begin by you prioritize first, which is what we're trying to do here. We're trying to be like, OK, I, you want to limit the number of decisions. You want to try to 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 make the decision making of these emails more efficient somehow mm -hmm. and and um, automatic. You know, you want to automate yes. like this is who's doing this. This is who's doing this or whatever it is. The second step in the lazy genius method is to essentialize. It's to get rid of what's in the way. It sounds like those emails are in the way because they're part of your inbox and you're looking at them and it all, it feels like all of the school emails are part of one category. And so it's taking energy and anything, anything, this always happens, always happens with people. Is there something that we feel guilty about letting go? In this step of essentializing, there's always something we feel bad about because if we didn't feel bad about it, we would have let it go a long time ago. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think it's so normal to go, I don't, I feel bad, but also this is causing, this is causing me to not see the emails that I need to read in the same way, because I just don't need to read these other ones. So this could be a great thing to essentialize. It's like when those come through, or maybe, maybe Lee is the one that reads those. Here's my question, practical question. Do the emails go to both of your email addresses or are they just addressed like dear they parents. go to both email addresses. Okay. okay. So do you think that uh could you just delete them in your own inbox? And if Lee wants to look at those, he can. Sure. But the weekly recap ones that you're just like done. You don't even have to open them. If you know what it is, you just pull it out and you trust that he'll catch it if there's anything important in there. I mean, I don't think he reads them. Okay. So you can move. No one's gonna read them. No one's gonna read no one will know what our children are learning. <laughs> just, you will we, when you go to hope at the, we hope at the end of the year they've learned something yeah I they usually know. learn something oh my gosh i will okay. tell you jenna that this is an elementary school chapter of your life and once your kids are in middle school and high school they don't you care do anymore get the update that's no, you never it's just you don't you nobody you have, knows like, you have no idea what they're learning in math anymore it's the opposite yes. there's no you weekly update it's like they they get emails sent to them from their mm -hmm. teachers and it's their responsibility to have that correspondence so part so of it is just waiting it out yes okay. this is the season <laughs> i don't know in. This is, is this season. is a season. Yes. Well, here, here are a couple of thoughts that came to mind of how you might be able to organize because that's step three, right? Is to, is to organize the things. Once you get rid of what's in the way, which is the guilt and the unnecessary emails, perhaps, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. is how do we, how do we put this in its place? And a couple of things that came to mind that you could tell me if you think they would work. Um, how are we going to divide? It feels like the division the division of the labor actually matters here a lot mm -hmm. because if you know what's yours to do, you'll do it. It's fine. Like yes. you can figure it out for you. So it's more about what's yours and what's Lee's. Mm -hmm. So a couple of ways that you could do that. Um, you have two kids, right? Yep. Yeah. You could be that you have one kid and he has the other kid. I have and never so what, thought of that. Whatever emails come to you for one kid or yours. And the emails that go for the other kid are his. And yes, that's just I'm on division. fourth grade. He's on sixth grade. There that's you it. go. And that's oh, it. Oh my gosh, that would be so great. Yeah. And then I what you never could do, considered that option. Yeah, because because there are too many 
granular pieces within each email. I think being like, I'm calendar. How do you even define what calendar is sometimes Yeah, because of all these different things? So we need a simpler way to divide. So that feels like that could be one thing to do. And then maybe what you do is you have like, if you, if you all have some sort of um, check-in each week already built in or some sort of like logistical conversation you already have Mm -hmm. and you go, is there anything I need to know about sixth grade? Is everything from sixth grade on the calendar? Is there anything? And then, you know, you can just kind of like touch base on the things that you've taken care of and making sure everything's covered. Um, But from an email standpoint, you just delete everything from the other grade. This is amazing. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to pick sixth grade because (laughs) then um, I know he's going to middle school next year. (laughs) Yeah. And I'll be like, I'm on middle school, babe. I've got... You get I've so got fewer school. emails. We You get so few emails. I'll handle it. Oh my gosh. But I, I really it. like this, Kendra. I This is a great new like take on this problem that has weighed me down for a long time. And I love, you know what I love? I love framing things as an experiment because mm. it's too much for me to just decide that I'm never going to read the um classwork updates that fills me with too much like dread and guilt. But what I could commit to is um, experimenting with skipping that part Mm -hmm. for a period of time and then check in with myself and see how I feel about it. Um, So I like this idea of dividing up the kids and also of me letting go of that real like in the weeds, nitty gritty detail of knowing everything about every subject that they're learning each week. Right. As a way of, of simple, you know, simplifying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. This feels like a great way for you to start small. Yes. This is my kid. This is your kid. And I'm going to maybe not read these emails for a little while and see how it goes. That feels very doable. Very doable. I love it. I look at, I'm so much lighter. I know I was going to say, you're like, My, you're talking differently. You're not blah, blah about it. Blah, blah. <laughs> I have like a weird sort of positive uh, relationship with school emails now. But this I'm is so a first. Glad. I can't wait for the updates. I can't wait. I know. I know. We're going to have to get an update. We're going to have to get an update. Okay. Well, problem kind of solved. Yes. Go team. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've been lazy geniusing things for a lot of years now, but one thing that's at the root of almost every challenge we solve is a desire for more time. We want to get out the door in the morning, get dinner on the table, get all of our tasks done quickly so we have more time. The question is, time for what? The best way to add more time into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. For me, therapy helped me uncover what matters to me, the things I want to spend my time on so I can feel like myself more often. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash TheLazyGenius today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash TheLazyGenius. This episode is brought to you by Rosetta Stone. 
Last year, Kaz and I went to Italy, and holy moly, what a trip. The museums, the food, the culture. At least once a week, I still think about the gelato. One thing that would have been nice, though, is to know actual Italian. We used translation apps, and we made it work, but I love that I can start learning new languages for future trips now with Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program with 25 languages to choose from. I can learn on the go with downloadable offline lessons in the app or at my desktop. My favorite feature, though, is true accent, which gives me feedback on how well I'm pronouncing words as I'm learning them. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the Lazy Genius podcast listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com genius. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com genius today. This episode is sponsored by Pros. I started using Pros because of a podcast ad over three years ago, and my hair has never been happier. Your hair and skin can sway your mood, they can impact your days in ways that you cannot underestimate. That's why Pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. From millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely yours or mine. I love my Made for Kendra shampoo and conditioner formulas more than any other products I've ever tried on my hair. With Pros, it's easier to care for my hair and feel confident in how it looks daily. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin that they're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash lazy genius. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash lazy genius. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash lazy genius. This episode is sponsored by Wayfair. I love being home, especially now that my home reflects my style. No matter your style, Wayfair is your go-to destination for home decor. The Waberhood exists in every zip code because Wayfair helps everyone create a home they love and makes it easy with fast and free shipping. We just hung the Sabine metal curved oval mirror in our dining room, and it's like the room took a deep breath and suddenly feels like itself. To find your own happy place in the Waberhood, just visit Wayfair on their website or through the Wayfair mobile app. Wayfair, every style, every home. Okay, Angela, what's okay. yours? What do you want a lazy genius? You guys, this is something that is totally <laughs> we embarrassing. We all sigh when we start. We're like, <laughs> no, this is so it's, it's, well, it's just, you know, it's a little embarrassing, but here's the truth. I put things away all the time. I sort of do the, like the little put aways, little put aways, you know, of all the little areas that where clutter happens. I do it for the downstairs of the house. I do it for the kids' bedrooms. I do not put away my clothes, y'all. I don't. And I don't know why I struggle with this. I have piles of clothes. Listen, I used to have a treadmill in the corner of the bedroom and you know, I never used it. It's just where I put all the piles of clothes and hung clothes. It was the treadmill hanger is what it was. And then I thought, you know what? I'm going to get rid of that treadmill. I don't use it. And I'm going to start putting my clothes away. You thought that was the problem. I remember you were very excited. And I had to like wrangle a few of my husband's friends because it's so heavy. And we finally got it downstairs. And my husband was like, we're never, we're never carrying this thing anywhere ever again. (laughs) It's so heavy. I gave it away. I gave it to a friend of mine. 
And then I was like, now I have this big empty corner in our bedroom. I'm going to make a reading nook. I spent so much time doing this. I got a little cozy chair. I got a little end table at a flea market. You guys, supposedly it's from France. I don't know. It looks so cute. I got some art. I made my reading nook. You guys, you can't even see the chair. It's covered in clothes. It's the laundry chair. Clothes. Yeah. I can't put away my clothes and I don't know why. And it bums me out. And then now I have a little bench over in the other corner and now that's got clothes on it. Why can't I put my clothes away? What is my problem? And it bums me out, Kendra. Like when I go in my bedroom, I like that was oh, gonna be my cluttered. question. Does it is is the is the bother is the thing that bothers you that you don't put your clothes away or that you are in a room where clothes are not put away? <laughs> maybe the latter, but mm-hmm. it's the room I have to be in. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. my sanctuary, right? Your bedroom well, is your sanctuary. Oprah told us that, but sometimes that's not the case for everyone. Like we all know, we all know those messages about, yeah, your bedroom is supposed to be your haven. Don't even put a TV in there. You're supposed to yeah. be restful, all these things. And so I think I just want to start like if, if, if it were, if it were normal, and and accepted and everyone was like actually the way to live in a bedroom is to leave your clothes wherever you want to leave your clothes and just gather them up whenever you need to gather them up and live there if that was what was normal would you be like yeah baby look at me and it wouldn't bother you anymore or do you actually want your room to be less cluttered with clothes genuinely i actually want it to be less cluttered with clothes i really do and i think you know one of the things about it, it's like, it's like my, I don't know, like my small protest to the fact that I put everyone else's clothes away. And I think there's something that I'm just, by the time it gets to me, I'm just maybe a little ticked off that I'm at the last on the list to put my own things away. Maybe that's what's happening a little bit. I think if you're saying that, I think that probably is something worth paying attention to. Yeah. Maybe I need to start with myself and put my stuff away first Yep, and then go put everyone else's stuff away. And then I won't have a cluttered room. My mom used to always say a cluttered room is a cluttered mind. And I think about that a lot when I walk into my bedroom, I'm like, oh no, Mm. I have something to throw out. Do What if you only put your clothes away and then you put other people's clothes in a pile Yep, on their bed? And they had to put them away. We're working on that. We're working on them doing their own laundry and putting clothes away. But then what happens is it doesn't all get put away or put away properly. And then I find myself doing a little bit of that, that background work, you know, of getting Mm -hmm. it. Um, And then I get annoyed because I'm like, well, now I didn't get any of my stuff done, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. But a house, it's five people, you know, it's like, and now listen, I know there's people with much bigger families, but it's just a lot of daily putting away. Sure. And especially because you said that every person has their own laundry day. So it sounds like there's a lot of putting away energy all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But we can't do it all on one day. It's too much. Mm -hmm. No, no. But yeah, by the time it's you though. Yeah. Yeah. So we discovered... I don't know if this is going to work or not, but we discovered in um, our conversation last week on 
the Office Ladies podcast, how much you love baskets. I in do love the baskets. Email variety, in the storage variety, all of those things. If you think about the types of clothes, the categories of clothes that are lying around your room, because I have those too. I don't put all my clothes away all the time. Um, I've got like things that I sleep in or th- yes. it's like, there's an, there's a, there's like, I wore this thing that was soft during the day and then I was just ready to go to bed. And so I just wore it to bed and I could probably wear it to bed one more time, but then there's like a workout maybe pile, but sometimes yes. those are worn during the day. Well, you know, there's like lots of these fluid clothing categories sort of uh-huh. lying around things that are like sort of dirty, but not really enough to wash them yet. All of that. So is that part of it too, is that you just sort of have like mid, mid process clothes all over the place? Yes. On my bathtub, what I flop over the bathtub are the pajamas I might wear again, because I only slept in them one time, you know, and that feels silly to, and wasteful to wash them again. So I have the, my, my sleep clothes flopped over the bathtub. Mm -hmm. And then on the bench, I have like sweaters and stuff that, Mm -hmm. I was going to maybe do that little comb on the sweater, you know, cause it's got mm-hmm. the little peely things. Mm-hmm. And then I've got like some leggings that I was going to wear on a walk that I never went on, but I might still go on. Mm-hmm. So if you were to incorporate uh, baskets into your room a little that are like holding grounds for these clothes that are mid process. I mean, I think that'd be great because then I would actually have my chair I could sit on. Exactly. So if you like, especially if you're like the tub is where the pajamas are. If there was just a little, a little basket or bin that was cute and pretty and you like project, you know, you like making things work and pretty. If you focus your energy that way, because one of the, the lazy genius principle for this is to put everything in its place. You have in your head that the place is either the laundry basket or the closet or a drawer. You yeah. know, it's like, it's like fully dirty or it's packed away and it's pl- in its place. There is a middle place for things, for clothes that we wear. And we just sort of forget that it's not, it's not just laundry or closet. So if you brought that kind of gray space and have that uh, place, you put those clothes in a place, even in the place in your room where you put those things, like if you have the basket by the tub for your pajamas, if you have a basket by your chair for the, um, yeah, for like the leggings, the random overflow. Yes, yeah, yes. If you I'm have very like a excited little, about this, I'm very. If you excited. have a project <laughs> basket of like these are the sweaters that I need to like that yes. I'm going to do my thing to. Yes, like, or, if you or just... the the dry clean basket because I have right. some stuff that needs to be dry cleaned. It's just like in a right. sack on the floor, and I hate the way the sack on the floor looks. Sure, that's Kendra, the thing. You is... are giving me permission to use more baskets, and just it use is more baskets, man. Rocking my world. I'm so glad just use more baskets because if we imagine, I mean, if you think about your house, if you walk into any room, if you took the doors off of all of your kitchen cabinets, if you took all of the like snacks in your pantry out of their, their basket that's in the pantry, everything is chaotic. The only thing that makes things not chaotic is that you can't, they're either contained or invisible. Mm-hmm. And so right now your clothes are not contained They're and not contained. they are visible. Yeah. So you need to either contain, you've been trying to make them invisible by putting them away. Yeah. That's not working for you. What if you contain them? Yeah. And then see how it goes. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to try this. 
I'm so excited for you. I'll send you a picture. Angela, maybe you can use that big basket I gave you recently. Are I you have, using it yet? I have blankets in it in, oh. in, um, in our TV room. And it's great because the kids never put the blankets away really well. You know, they're always just scattered on the couch. So now they just toss them in the big basket. But I, let me tell you, you know, I have more baskets. <laughs> And now yeah, you I'm don't not... have to even go shop for any of these baskets. No. You know, as soon as I'm... we're done here, you just go to your basket closet. And I'm get going, out. I don't have a basket closet, but I have a shed. Your shed. My shed is full of baskets. That's what I meant. That's my autobiography. So mm-hmm. good. Basket Man. lady. Kendra, that it. is great advice. I, I that's it. the thing that I'm missing. And it's so simple. I don't have that middle space before laundry. And that yeah. I'm not ready to put away. I don't have the yeah. middle space. Yeah. Well, we we office hours, the office ladies. Let's um, as we close up shop, there's a question that I um, answer about once a quarter in an episode, and it is what's saving my life right now. And I would just love to know for each of you, uh, what's saving your life right now? Well, I can start. Um, I have started doing something called the five minute journal. And it is absolutely saving my life. Um, I love it so much. It was sent to me, and I don't know from who or from where, in the uh, gift pile of of presents over the holidays. I found it. And thank you to whoever sent it, because I absolutely love it. And it's very simple. It is a gratitude journal. And you write in it for maybe three minutes in the morning and two minutes in the evening. And it has really centered me. It, um, I have a desire to journal more. When I was younger, I journaled all the time. I did the artist's way, which has morning pages journaling. And um, But now in this season of my life, writing nitty gritty journal entries is just not practical for me. And it and the idea of trying to do it stresses me out. So, but the idea that I could maybe journal or um, center my mind in just five minutes a day was really exciting to me. And um, and I've been at it now for longer than any other journal I've had in a long time. I've started many journals and uh, this one has really stuck and I'm excited. And it simply asks questions in the morning like, um, Write down three things that would make today great. What would make today great? And um, when I really think about that question each day, the things I write down sometimes surprise me. Hmm. And um, and then at the end of the day, it asks you to kind of check in, like, what went great today? And I was like, wow, like really great things happened today. And the things that happened today were like, we laughed really hard at dinner. Someone Mm. told a story. And so often like the thing that makes today great is just a moment of laughter or I want to get in my body somehow today. I'm not going to, you know, there's no like step goal. There's no like exercise class I have to get to, but how could I get in my body? And when I have that goal in my head in the morning, then I just all throughout the day, I see these little opportunities where I could get in my body today. And um, and I just love it. It's been a, a real positivity thing for me, especially because my mind can get a little bit into um, accomplishment mode and maybe out of 
gratitude appreciation mode or go with the flow mode. And so this has been really great for me. I love it. That's beautiful. Well, Angela, we know yours in general is always baskets, but is there something that's not a basket? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, there is. There's, there's another, I guess, well, basically I normally don't make lists, you know, Jenna's very list oriented and I don't enjoy a list. I, I would sometimes just jot a few things down on a post-it note. I'd have like post-it notes everywhere. And then my mom got me, you know, she, I don't know. She was just out shopping and she found a long skinny, um, spiral notepad Hmm. and it's the exact length of my laptop. This is coincidence. And I just set it next to my laptop. And every day now I make a list in the morning, I get my cup of tea and the list can be what I need to get done for, you know, whatever they need for the middle school, you know, parent social or what it's, it's what is timely for me for just that day. And I think that's why I didn't make lists because I thought I had to make a list for the whole week or I'd have to make a list for the month. And that was just too much for me. And I'm task oriented. I like to be able to check something off. And if I have a bunch of things written down that I don't check off, then I just get bummed out. So I just do a list for each day, but I do it the day of, Hmm. and it helps me process and prioritize. I love that. I love the, the, Yeah. I have done several episodes on to-do lists and love to talk about obviously like task management and time management and life management. And it's always such a, it's such a treat to hear someone land to release kinds of lists and approaches to time management that just don't work because nothing works for everyone. Like literally nothing works for every single person. So I love that you're like, I love to make a a today, a today list. Mm -hmm. It's not a to-do list. It's a today list. It's a today list. That's an even better name. Yes. Yes. It's my today list. That's right. It's so good. That's so good. Well, I'm just thrilled to have y'all on the show and I can't wait to hear how you're your email and clothes baskets go. We'll we'll check in. We'll check in later about this. <laughs> we'll be back. We'll be back. But thank y'all for coming on on the podcast and for inviting me into your into your network. This is just the the most fun thing. And uh, I know that everyone listening is just as excited about this as we are. And it's a it's a real treat. So thank you. Well, I can't believe that I got to be in the ears of the Lazy Genius listeners because I am you. I am a Lazy Genius listener, and now here I am. So this is really, really cool. And um, thanks for having us. Yes, Kendra, thanks for having us, Lazy Genius folks and Office Ladies folks, all my favorite folks combined. That's right. That's right. We're, we're, yes. This is a good, this is a good combination of people, all the folks. I was trying to come up with a folks joke and then it just sounded like the F word. And so I had to abandon (laughs) ship really fast. (laughs) All right. Thanks so much for listening to the Lazy Genius Podcast, enthusiastically part of the Office Ladies Network. Until next time, be a genius about the things that matter and lazy about the things that don't. I'm Kendra and I'll see you next week. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.